Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. Get ready for your life to be changed by today's message from Pastor Jeremiah Hosmer. James chapter 1 verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. God said, I'll allow some stuff to come in your life, not because I don't like you, but because you're lacking in some area. He said, I'll allow it to come in your life because when it's done, you won't lack nothing anymore. <laughs> now you get this. Now you look at your test a little different, don't you? If you're walking through something, just, just know that the Lord is, is on your side and And he's allowing it to produce something so you ain't lacking something anymore. Y'all give the Lord a praise for that, right? I thank God that he knows how to turn what the the devil meant for bad into good for me right now. So watch this. He says, if any of you lack wisdom, and if you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all. He said, I'm not going to just give to one and not somebody else. He said, if you'll ask, I'll give to all liberally and without reproach. And it will, be, it will be given to him. Let him ask in faith. Everybody shout faith. Uh, on Facebook land, shout faith. YouTube land, shout faith. Amen. Everybody watching. Uh, with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let that man, or let, let not that man, or let not that woman suppose that they will receive anything from the Lord. They are a double-minded person. I'm I'm, I'm just bringing it so everybody can get it. They're a double-minded person, unstable in all their ways. So the Lord's saying, ask and don't doubt. And you shall receive. Amen. So let's go over to Mark chapter 11. Praise God. Mark chapter 11, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. Hallelujah. Well, I feel a, a stirring in the atmosphere this morning. <laughs> uh, Mark chapter 11, verse 22. And uh, so let, let me just give you the backstory a little bit. So without reading it exactly. So Jesus goes by a fig tree one day, curses the fig tree because it's got leaves and it has no fruit on it. Uh, I don't know if he was hangry or not, but he, he, uh, he cursed the fig tree. Let's just... And so he goes into the temple, and uh, as the Lord leads, I might teach on this one day, it actually, the cursing of the fig tree has everything to do with the temple that he does in the temple when he turns over the tables, drives people out. And he comes back the next day, and the disciples look at the fig tree, and they say, Lord, they're shocked. This thing has actually died. Now let's pick up in verse 22. He said, Jesus answered them and said, Have faith in who? So don't have faith just in your prayer. Have faith in God, the one who answers the prayer. Have faith in God. What a word for the church. Well, pastor, I want to hear about how to cast devils out. I want to hear about taking over dominion. Let's just have faith first and then we'll talk about it. Have faith in God. For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt. Here we go. In his heart, but believes those things that he says will be done. He will have Whatever he says. 
Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, not if you pray, but when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Can the church give a good amen in the house of God? Let's ask for the blessing of the Lord over that word today. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I ask you to bless the reading and the preaching of the word of the Lord. Father, this is your word. I'm just a mouthpiece. You're the one that said it. And you have the power to back it up. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, anoint us to hear, receive, and understand the word. Let there be an ease of listening now so that your people will have ears to hear, eyes to see, a heart to obey. Anoint me, God, to preach and teach your word today. Grant me a prophetic utterance. I don't want to say nothing less or nothing more than what you have here today. Father, I ask that your will be done. Let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And Father, I ask that your spirit, I know your spirit's been moving, but I ask that he would continue to move even more powerful than he has already, destroying every yoke, freeing those who are in chains and bondage of sin. Lord, let the angels ascend and descend upon the people of God today. And Father, most of all, let the name of Jesus be glorified. Now look upon my availability and not my ability today. I humble myself. I'm nothing without you. But with you all things are possible because I believe. So in the name of Jesus, we decree and declare this to be so. And the church said amen. Can you give the Lord a good praise before you're seated this morning? Amen. You may be seated today. Praise the Lord. So I'm talking about uh, preaching about, teaching about uh, faith, the showstopper. And last week I, I preached about how when faith showed up at the wedding, at the, 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 first, the first public miracle Jesus did in his ministry was at a wedding. We call it the wedding of Cana. A lot of people use it to get drunk, but they messed up. Amen. That ain't what Jesus is talking about. He was talking about new wine, and he was talking about a move of the Spirit that's about to hit the people that had not hit it yet. And when so he turns the water into wine, and, and, and when he did this, he stopped the whole show. But it did not happen but just because they wanted some new wine. It happened because Mary said, whatever he says, you got to do it. In other words, faith showed up at a place, at a wedding, and the wedding was the wedding was the, the main event, but when faith showed up, now all of a sudden Jesus became the main event. The miracle became the main event. And so I'm, 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 I'm kind of piggybacking off that a little bit to bring into in, in part two today, faith the showstopper. And I wanna, I'm, I'm preaching and teaching from the subject called faith walked out. Somebody's going to get help this morning. Faith walked out. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a few things in my introduction that is worthy of you note, noting it. It's worthy of you probably uh, putting it down on some paper in your phone. It's worthy of you tweeting it because it's going to help some people as I begin to pray and, 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 and seek from the, the Holy Ghost this week. This is what I felt like he was saying. Every word in the kingdom of God. Now, listen to this. Every word. Everybody say every word. Every word. And, and if you're from where I'm from, say air word. And that means all of them. Okay. Every word of the kingdom of God is rooted and grounded in faith. The word came from faith. 
I'm going to back all this up with scripture. Just stay with it. It can only be received by faith. It takes faith to understand it. It takes faith to walk in it. And it takes faith to manifest it. I'm going to say it again. The word of God is rooted and grounded in faith. That means, listen, here we go. All right, thank you, Holy Ghost. We're already in it. None of this, from cover to cover, is rooted in fear. Not near word. Not one bit of it. It is rooted and grounded in faith. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a good hand clap of praise. It's rooted and grounded in faith. It came from faith. It can only be received by faith. It takes faith to understand it. It takes faith to walk it out and it takes faith to manifest it. Glory be to God. It's amazing to me how much the church over the past 15 years has embraced and gravitated to a message that takes no faith to receive and it activates their flesh. Oh, I lost half the amen crowd right there. Over the past 15 years, listen, I remember going to church as a kid. In a spirit-filled United Methodist Church. I did not cuss. It was a spirit-filled United Methodist Church. And I remember folk talking about, well, if Jesus said it, then he'll do it. I, I can remember folk coming down that, that, that had diseases that the doctor had just sent them home to die. And the church laid hands on them and they recovered in the power of God. I can remember folk having some faith. Hallelujah. And over the past 15 years, the church has embraced and gravitated to a message that takes no faith to receive and activates their flesh. This is so prevalent that in the time like we are in right now, everybody is reacting to fear and speaking fear that if a man of God stands up and preaches faith, he is lambasted, lampooned, ostracized, opposed, ridiculed, and rejected, not by the world, but by the church. I'm going to preach in this house today. Because the church has gotten so used to eating from the table of fear and flesh that when faith hits it, it doesn't even know how to receive anymore. But not this house. Somebody say, not in this house. We are people of faith. We are people of power. We are people of anointing. We are the prophetic. We are people that says that if God has said it, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. My God. Hallelujah. Crucifying men of God on, on social media and, and on uh, uh, public networks because they stood up and said, we're going to walk in faith. And the world didn't do it. I don't want to see none of y'all. That's you watching. Do not. In the name of Jesus. Do not attack a man of God for walking in faith. I'm going to call you in if you do it. 
I preach the Jesus of this Bible. I don't preach the Jesus of CNN, NBC, Fox News. I preach the Jesus of this Bible right here, my God. It's time for the church to say we are the church. And if we're not the church, then who is? But Jesus said, I hear the Holy Ghost say, but I said I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against my church. Who is the church? Hallelujah. Why is the church as a whole attacking people who are preaching and speaking faith right now? Do you realize that the church would probably already have Jesus in prison right now. Well, I said something then. They would all, listen, they would have lawsuits against him. They would say he is, he's, he's not sensitive to, to today's times and he does not care about people because he's walking around laying hands on people that are sick. Oh, no, no, I know you've been listening to something that, 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 that is contrary to what I'm saying right now. I'm just telling you this is the Jesus that I read about. So why is the church attacking faith right now? Because for years it's had a constant diet of what makes them feel good instead of what makes their faith good. They have had a steady diet of what makes them comfortable in the natural instead of what makes them operate in the supernatural. Therefore now when the church hears a word that requires them to lean on the spirit and not on their flesh a word that activates their faith and not their fear, it is considered foreign and out of touch of with culture today. It is deemed as being inconsiderate, religious and outright hateful. But I came to tell you, Jesus said, if you're my disciples, if they hated me, they're going to hate you. And if they put me in prison, they'll put you in prison. But do not be fearful and do not be deceived because great is your reward hallelujah so church it should not it should not be a shock to us that most of the church of America right now is walking in fear and reacting in the flesh rather than walking in the faith and being led by the spirit this should not shock us if you pull your kids up to a table for 15 years in a row and feed them donuts and cookies and cake and turn around and give them candy every time they want and one day all of a sudden pull them up and say you ain't eating none of that stuff you gotta eat some collard greens you gotta eat some corn you gotta eat some butter beans and we eating chicken over here they gonna cry they gonna pitch a fit they gonna start making some noise why? it's not what they have been eating But you know what happens when you eat donuts and stuff like that for 15 years in a row. You become big but not strong. I got to say something to America right now. Church, you become big but you ain't become strong. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here, Antoine. Come on, y'all give a little order. Pray. You, you, you got to get strong in the spirit. In the spirit is who we are. In the spirit we live. In the spirit we have our being, my God. This is who we are. You can become big, not strong. You can, you can become so big you can't even move yourself, much less something else. You got to become strong. Hallelujah. Every word Jesus preached about the kingdom of God. Now listen, every word he preached about the kingdom of God was rooted in faith. 
could only be received by faith. For example, Jesus would say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Well, you can't repent without faith. (laughs) It takes faith to repent. If you don't have faith, you don't think you've done anything wrong. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For you to receive that message and walk it out and see the fruit of it manifest in your life, it's going to take faith. That's why some people can sit in a church service and hear the Spirit tell them to repent, hear the preacher tell them to repent, and walk out and not repent. Why? They did not receive the word by faith, therefore it profited them nothing. Both hear the same thing, but one's got faith mixed with it. Says, oh Lord, Jesus is coming back. I keep on acting a fool out here. I'm going to end up in hell. The other one sits there and says, oh man, I got plenty of time. No faith. Hebrews 4.2, for indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as them, but the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith to those who heard it. Another message Jesus preached often in, in, different, in, in different words, but had the same meaning is, is this. If you believe, you shall receive. But that sounds pretty simple, doesn't it? It is. He told Mary and Martha, if you will believe, you will see the glory of God. He tells the man whose son was possessed, if you will believe, all things are possible. The man says, Lord, I believe. He says, and help my unbelief. He said, God, I believe. And if there's any part of me that doesn't believe, help it. Watch this. They receive a word. They receive a rhema word. Everybody say rhema word. So you got, y'all know I've taught you around here, but just in case you knew and you don't know about this, the Greek has two different, uh, different uh, words for word. One's logos, one's rhema. Logos means written word. Rhema means right now spoken word into your being right at that very moment. And so they receive a rhema word. This word could, this word could have been whispered to them. or Listen, this word could have been whispered to them by the Spirit. Or it could be whispered to you. By, or it could be taught to you by listening to a friend. Or it might have come from hearing some loudmouth country preacher like myself preach right now. Either way, they heard a word that activated their faith. And so when you hear, I'm going to bring you through a process of time, write these four things down and then we're going to start preaching in just a minute. When you hear a word, so this is how faith starts. You hear a word. Now that doesn't mean that God splits the heavens and angels come down in your room and begins to tell you this and the earth shakes and all that. Well, if it does, praise God. But that doesn't mean it has to be that way. You hear a word that you may have been sitting in your interest group this past week and somebody said something in tongue and cheek just passing along and the Holy Ghost said, that's your word. You may have been reading the Bible and all of a sudden you hear something spoken on your inner being and the Holy Ghost said, that's your word. Or you may be sitting here right now and I'm preaching about one thing and something else has just popped in your spirit and the Holy Ghost said, that's your word. But you got to hear a word because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. So when you read in these, these people in the Bible that, that receive these miracles, they hear a word. And then number two, they respond to that word. And then number three, they act on the word. Now watch this. And number four, they have faith in the manifestation 
of the word. They have faith in the manifestation of the word. For, for the centurion, the manifestation was Jesus speaking to him. Hey, your servant's healed. Go home. He had to have faith in that manifestation. He didn't see nothing with his natural eyes. Hallelujah. For the blind man, he said, Jesus spits in his face. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you, I'd be challenged to go to Jesus' church. He spit in my face. I, but I, when I started seeing, I'd come on back and say, I'm sorry, Lord. Here I am. I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll watch the whatever. But for a minute, I'm be upset. He says, go wash in the pool of Siloam. That other blind man, he rubs mud on his face. Go wash in the pool. He didn't see anything now. He had to have faith in the manifestation of it. And when he went and washed, he could see. The, 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 the servant of the king of Syria comes to the prophet. He's got leprosy all over him. He's eating up and the prophet won't come outside. He's like, I ain't studying that joker. I ain't studying him. I'm in here watching National Geographic. I don't care about it right now. And they said he needs a healing. He said, well, tell him to go wash in, wash in the Jordan seven times. He had to have faith. He didn't see nothing right then. He's still eating up with a disease. But when he goes to the Jordan and washes seven times, the seventh time he is completely made whole. Having faith in the manifestation of it. See, this is where some of us are going wrong. We got faith all the way up till here, but if we don't see it happen right now, well, well, God ain't answering. And the Lord said, well, who tells who what to do? Glory be to God. In Luke chapter 8, in verse 43 through 48, we read about a woman with the issue of blood. Uh, the Bible says that this woman had a flow of blood for 12 years. For 12 years. I don't know what that has to be like, but for 12 years, uh, it had to be terrible. 12 years, she, the Bible says she spent all her livelihood. She went to doctors, she went to physicians, but she could not get any better. But yet grew worse. Now watch this. And because of the law of that day, she had to stay in her house and quarantine herself. <laughs> if she did come out, watch this, she had to have no contact with anybody. She had to carry around a six-foot ruler. Because she was unclean. Now, the world did what the world knew to do. Which is, put her in her house, 
Don't touch nobody. We shouldn't be upset with the world. They don't know no better. Don't expect them to have faith. They don't even know the author and the finisher of the faith. So why they gonna have faith? The challenge is, is that the church becomes so strong in their faith that we walk out our faith and we show the world that we serve the author and the finisher of faith. Can I take a little side break for a minute? I was, I was riding down the road yesterday by myself praying and just, see, just talking to the Holy Ghost. And this popped in my spirit. I knew it was from Him. Watch this now. A lot of what is being done. Now, listen, I know I'm, I'm up here preaching. I know I'm up here, I'm up, I'm up here punching some things. And that's what I do. Okay, that's what I do. There's enough people not punching something. Somebody's got to punch something. I, that's what I do, okay? So just pray for me. I'll, I'll get where you're at one day. But, but just pray for me, okay? But, so I know I'm punching some things. So I'm, I'm not saying everything that, that, that the government's doing is wrong and stuff like that. I think they've made some, they, they've tried to, to, to protect some people in some ways. And, and I thank God. I try to pray for our leaders when, I, when the Lord quickens me because the Bible tells me that we are to pray for those who govern over us and those who are in authority, that it'll be well with us and that we'll live a peaceful life. So I try, I try to do that, right? And so I'm not saying all that's wrong, but I'm saying a, a, a lot of what's happening has been done out of what might happen. All right? Out of fear. What the, watch this. Now, I'm bringing it to a point. This ain't shooting at, at the government. I'm bringing it to a point. Fear is so powerful that it can shut the whole world down. But my Bible tells me that faith is greater than fear. So the idea hit me. What if we believed in faith? As much as we believed in fear. If fear could shut the world down, faith could raise it up in the power of the Holy Ghost. If we took faith like we take fear, I tell you, we'll begin to see a harvest like you ain't never seen before. You'll see miracles like you ain't never seen before. The church would rise up like you ain't never seen it before. It just came to me out of nowhere. I said, my Lord, faith is greater than fear. If fear can do this, what can faith do? Y'all still with me out there watching? Come on now. If fear can do this, what can faith do? Now watch this. Somehow this woman, uh, somehow this woman got a rhema word from the Lord. The Bible's not clear how she received this word, but we know that she had to hear from someone that Jesus could heal her. It could have been from someone preaching. It could have been from someone telling her what they saw. It could have been from someone who had been healed by him previously. However, uh, she heard it. Uh, when she heard the word, she received it by faith. I'm bringing you back to one, two, three, four. She received it by faith. How are you receiving the word this morning? 
How are you filtering the word this morning? If the word coming to you right now is being filtered through fear, then you're not going to receive anything. And the person beside you is going to get their breakthrough and miracle while you are still stuck in the place that you've been in for two years. Because you didn't receive it by faith, you got it through fear. But if you'll get it stirred up and say, God, if you said it, I believe it. And receive it by faith. You can walk in the same thing your neighbor walks in when they get out of here. My God. Hallelujah. So she received it by faith. Now that she has heard the word. Now that she has received the word from the Lord. Hear me, hear me now. Now I'm not saying Jesus spoke to her personally. I'm saying somebody got it to her. Otherwise she would have never known. How, how would they know lest someone preaches? That's in your Bible, by the way. Watch this. Now she has to respond to what she has heard. Now, some, this is where some of, your, some of you are hanging up in your faith. You hear a rhema word, but you don't respond to the rhema word. She responds to the rhema word. How, what is her response? Watch this now. Oh, I feel like I could run around this place and preach. Uh, watch this now. She says, if I can but touch. She got a rhema word, and the rhema word is Jesus can heal you. She was like, I went to that doctor. They couldn't heal me. I went to that physician. They couldn't heal me. I done tried the home remedies. I done done everything I could possibly do. Nobody can heal me, but somebody told me there is a man by the name of Yeshua. He is the Messiah. He is the one who was and is and is to come. He is the one that they talked about in the Old Testament that if you can touch the wings, he's got healing in his wings. And when she hears that word, she says, if I can but touch the hem of his garment I will be made whole her response was let me touch that garment that word listen that that rhema word requires a response how are you responding to the rhema word glory be to God that was her response now, watch this. The Bible says, I've already quoted, the faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. So when she heard about Jesus and received that word for herself, faith showed up. Everybody say that on count of three. One, two, three. Faith showed up. Faith came when she heard the word of the Lord for herself. That's when faith showed up. That's when faith came. Just because faith showed up did not mean it was activated yet. This is where some of us are messing up. Not messing up, but just missing it. What she heard caused faith to show up. But her response caused faith to be activated. Glory. Hallelujah. Come here, Pastor Luke. Let me use you today for a minute. Now watch this. Pastor Luke, you stand over there. I like them white shoes by way of them Air Force. Jordan 1s. Oh, amen. I don't have no Jordan 1s. I'm just playing. I got Jordans. I got y'all. Don't buy me no Jordans. I got Jordans. Okay, just I shouldn't even said that. He represents faith, right? So let's say I need a financial miracle, and I'm sitting there praying, Lord, I need a financial miracle. And the word of the Lord comes to me, 
And, it's, and the word of the Lord says, you need to sow a seed for your financial miracle. I'm trying to bring it in a spot where everybody can get with right now. And then I'm, I'm around one of my friends next week, and they say, you know what? Uh, one time I needed a financial miracle, and I sowed a seed for that financial miracle, and the Lord brought it to my life. So now I have it confirmed. This is a rhema word for my life, right? All right, so when I receive that rhema word as my word by faith, faith comes. Come here, Pastor Luke. Faith is here now. Now, everywhere I go, faith is with me. Hasn't been activated. I heard the word. And I got faith in the word, but it has not been activated yet. Why? I have not responded. Faith is still with me. I still got it. I'm still good. Just hasn't been sent to work for me yet. I told you I'm going to help somebody today. It has not been sent yet. Then I'm in prayer a couple days later. And I said, well, you know what? Lord, if you'll give me a seed. He gives seed to the sower and bread for food that he may supply, and, or supply the, the seed which you have sown and, or multiply the seed which you have sown and, and, and grant to you a bread for food. Y'all know what I'm talking about here. Now watch this. So he's with me right here. So he, I said, Lord, if you'll give me a seed, then I'll sow it. That was my response. Now, faith goes and works for me. Go out there and work for me a little while. I'm just doing what I do. Lord, I thank you. I'm getting through this thing. I'm going to get through this mirror. I'm going to get through this hardship. I'm going to get through this right here. My faith is out there working for me. Now, watch this. Faith, come on back. Now, faith hands me my seed. That was my response. But now I got to act. Am I going to eat it or am I going to sow it? What am I going to do with it now? But I ha now I have to look back on what I prayed for. Look back on what God said. Look back on how I responded. And when I look back on how I responded, I say, well, I responded and said, Lord, if you'll give me the seed, I'll sow it. Therefore, I have to sow it. Now, watch this. Then I sow the seed for a financial miracle. That's when I've acted on it. That's when I've acted on my faith. My God, it might have been your, listen, I can, I, oh, let me tell it. Can I testify for a minute? I, there, there are stories all over this auditorium and people watching from online right now. Stories that can sit there and tell you over and over and over again. It was my last $5. It was my last $20. It was my this. It was my that. I had to make a decision whether I was going to have this or I was going to have that. But I told God, if you'll put it in my hand, I'll sow it into your kingdom. And they began to respond and they acted on that word and and all of a sudden faith showed back up but this time it didn't have a seed this time it had a harvest and it released it over their lives hallelujah glory be to God so you see when faith faith shows up you got to activate it and, and, and that activation comes 
That activation comes when you respond to what the Lord has said. Have you responded yet to your rhema word? I heard Jesus can heal you. Oh man, if I can but touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. And the Bible says that she walked up behind him because she was having to hide from folk. They still had her in that box right there. And, and she was having to hide from him. And she walked up behind him. And, and she, you know, many people believe that she had to crawl through the crowd. I don't know that. I, the Bible does not even, the Bible's not very clear. But we know she had some opposition that was coming her way. Uh, because anytime there's an opposition coming your way trying to keep you from Jesus, there's a miracle on the other side of that opposition. And she had to keep on crawling and keep on pushing and keep on getting. But when the Bible says that when she touched the hem of his garment, immediately... The blood dried up. And Jesus said, who touched me? The security of, of Jesus' security. They were disciples, you know. I said, Lord, man, don't be tripping on us. We're, we're doing our best to keep these folks. There's a multitude of people trying to get to you. We are doing our best to keep you from getting trampled. There's a few people that's going to touch you. There's a few people that's going to get to you. Jesus said, you knuckleheads, you don't know what I'm talking about. Somebody touched me with faith. These folks had just been touching me, trying to get to me. And some are touching me because they're afraid of what's going to happen to them. But somebody touched me out of faith because they have gotten a word and they acted on it. And he said, I felt power come out of me. And the woman realizing she cannot hide anymore. Because God will highlight your miracle. The devil was telling me, y'all, y'all, you know, I raised up a few haters last week. Uh, when I said I've been I've prospered more over the past four months than I have over the past four years. You know, raise up a few of them here and there. The devil was saying, Don't you dare say that. Don't you dare say that. You won't prosper no more. I had to tell him this is what was going on while I'm preaching. Shut up, devil. In the name of Jesus, I've prospered more in the past four months than I have in the past four years, and you ain't seen nothing yet. Somebody give the Lord a praise if you believe it. Somebody give the Lord a praise if, you, if you're saying that's my rhema word. Somebody give the Lord a praise if you're saying you know him to be Jehovah Jireh, the God that will provide in everything you faced. Hallelujah. And so she walks up and she touches the hem of his garment. She can't be hid anymore. And she says, oh, Lord, here we go. I was supposed to be in quarantine. Quarantine. In case we have people from overseas, they don't even know what I just said. I was supposed to be quarantined. They done warned me. Don't you dare touch nobody. And I just didn't touch anybody. I touched him. 
I touched him. Everybody say showstopper. And I didn't just touch him. I've stopped the whole show. They were on the way to Jairus' house. His daughter is dying. And she's on her, she's had, she's got breathing her last breath, and I stopped him. Jesus said, Hold on, who touched me? Somebody had enough faith to draw virtue out of me. This was not a planned miracle. Jairus' daughter is a planned miracle. This was a <laughs> This was spontaneous. This was, I got to get to him. I got to get to him. Uh, I'm going to turn the TV off. I got to get to him. I ain't listening to them put that junk down my ears no more. I got to get to him. I I know my neighbor might be going under, but that ain't me. I got to get to him. I I, I know somebody else might have died from the disease, but that ain't me. I got to get to him. If I can but touch. His him, I'll be made whole. And this woman takes a big risk leaving her house after Jesus. She leaves her house. She acts on faith when she heard that Jesus could heal her. Watch this. You see, Jesus, they're, they're, trying, to, they're trying to keep him. You know, it wasn't a mean thing. Disciples weren't being mean. They're just trying to keep him from being trampled. The Bible says this one woman came trembling and falling down before Jesus and declared when I touched you what man could not do for 12 years was done in 12 seconds expedited miracles expedited miracles now watch this She had to trust in the manifestation. Number four. She had to trust in the manifestation. What I have found, can I just be transparent about myself? I know sometimes I lose the holy crowd here. But but I have found that many times I paint a certain picture of how God is supposed to move. And if he doesn't move how I painted the picture, then I think he has not moved. Now, you got to be careful because pride can be in the root of this right here. And before you know it, you start telling God how he's got to move instead of God telling you how he's going to move. And it will, disp- it will get you out of position to receive what's being released from heaven. We have to be a, a people that say, Lord, I've got a rhema word. God, I'm responding by faith to your word. God, I'm acting by faith to your word. And however you want to bring it about, I'll receive it from you, Lord. You are God. I am your child. You are the potter. I am the clay. Whatever you says goes. And Lord, that's all I want is your will, Lord. So if you decide to heal me through somebody laying hands on me immediately, then I'll receive it. If I got to walk it out for two weeks, I'll receive it. If I got to go to the doctor, I'll receive it. But however you want to do it, here I am, Lord. I receive. And this is where God's waiting on the body of Christ to get to. Right here. 
Lord, whatever, man. For some people, they come down here and need a financial miracle. We pray for them 24 hours. Bam. I've watched it happen. I've watched people that couldn't get a job for uh, months. I'm talking about several months, almost a year. Prayed for them 24 hours, had two different job offers. Nothing. Pow. The next person, we pray for them. It's a month later. They finally get one. The next person, it's a year later. But God sustained every one of them. But God moved for all of them. God moved for every one of them. We have to trust his manifestations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's called faith. Glory be to God. Can you imagine? Then I, I'm, about, I'm about done here uh, today, but I could preach for a little while, but we got to save something for next week, Lord willing. Amen. There's plenty to preach on, though. Just, <clears throat> But can you imagine this woman saying, I ain't crawling up behind nobody. Matter of fact, Jesus, I ain't even leaving my house. You're going to come to my house. Now, now I know this sounds crazy, but there's some folk out there with this kind of uh, mentality towards God. There's people that believe they can make God do stuff. Man, come on. Can't make God do nothing. He's going to come to my house and heal me. The Lord says, okay, let's just see about it. Can you imagine if this woman said, no, 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 no. The only way I'm going to receive my miracle, the only way I'm going to receive my miracle is that Peter, James, and John got to carry me up there to him. Mm. This woman said, if I can just touch him, I'll be made whole. I don't know how whole's coming, but I'm going to receive whole. This church, this is where <clears throat> I was telling the staff, come on, Molly. I was telling the staff the other day, I said, one of the challenges right now, none of us have ever been in this situation. I mean, I, I don't know that you have unless, I don't, unless you've been somewhere I don't know about. None of us have ever been in this situation. I told him, I said, but one of the challenges we have is over the next month or so, <clears throat> we have to preach the church back to a place of faith that they left two months ago. <clears throat> because if we don't, you can't please God. Because without faith, it is impossible to please him. I said, so for the next month or two, we got to preach people and get pe and pray people and teach people back to the place where they left. Yeah, but pastor, the president said, so I pray, God bless President Trump. I, I, I thank the Lord for our president. I support him, all that good stuff. But let me tell you something. He ain't my God. 
He is not my God. And I want to know, have you got a word from the Lord? You watch. Have you got a word from the Lord? Or did you just take what somebody told you and took it as truth? He's the only one that died for me. He's the only one that hung on that tree. He's the only one that left glory. And allowed himself to be wrapped in human flesh. And dwelt among his own creation. And built no reputation for himself. And did not consider it robbery with God to be made equal with God. And made of himself no reputation. Taking on the form of a servant. Yes, even a servant. And dying on the cross. And he died on that cross. Hung with robbers and thieves. And died among the sinners. Why? So he could raise sinners up. He's the only one that died on that cross and he's the only one that were buried on the, in that grave and he's the only one that went down to death, hell, and the grave for three days and took back the keys to all of it and he's the one that was raised three days later coming up triumphant over principalities and powers and rulers and darkness and everything that hell could throw out of him and he came up out of that grave and for 40 days he walked showing himself saying, Thomas, put your finger here. James, put your finger here. John, put your finger here. I am who I said I am. I am who I said I am. I can do what I said I'll do and I'm going to be back for my church. Nobody else do that. Didn't nobody else do that. So before we start taking something as truth, we might want to ask him what he has to say. Hallelujah. I believe it breaks the heart of the Holy Ghost. The church has not asked him anything. God, I think we got to get to a place and say, Lord, what do you want? What if sitting here today was someone that God chose to use that every person you touched, coronavirus left? What if someone watching won't come out of your house? Every person you would touch, God would use you. Have you asked him? Have you consulted him? Has anybody said, God, what do you want? That's where I think the church is. Jesus said, I'm going away. Lord, we don't want you to go away. Oh, no, it's beneficial for you. Because right now, I can only help people when I'm here. So if I'm helping you, Peter, over here, I can't help James two cities away. So I can only help you here. But it's beneficial that I go away because I'm sending another helper one of the same kind 
And now he can help you. He's called the helper. Now he can help you anywhere. Hallelujah. And 10 days after him being, him ascending into the heavens. 10 days after, for 10 days, they went from 500 to 120 praying in an upper room. What faith that took. I won't leave until you bless me. I won't leave until I get the helper. I won't leave until I get the promise. I won't leave. And on the day of Pentecost, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. And there came a sound from uh, heaven as of a mighty rushing wind. And it filled the whole house where they were assembled together. And tongues of fire set upon each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave them the utterance. And they spilled outside of the upper room and began to preach Jesus to be crucified and Jesus to be raised from the dead and Jesus to be the Lamb and Jesus to be the only Messiah. And as they preached, 3,000 people said, Men and brethren, what shall we we do that we may be born again repent and be baptized and believe on the Lord Jesus and you and your whole household shall be saved for this promise is to you and to your sons and to your daughters and to every generation is that is to come and here comes Peter and John on the way to prayer and a man says can I have some money and silver and gold I have none but what I have unto you I give unto you raise up in the name of Jesus and walk and the man came up from his legs and he began to walk in glory glorified God. What if they would have stayed in the upper room? What if they would have stayed shut in? What if they would have stayed saying we can't go out? But they decided to go out and for this purpose I have been born and for this purpose I live and for this purpose I have been raised to live in the kingdom for such a time as this. I can't help but preach about what Jesus has done. I can't help but do what he's done in my life. I can't help but say what he will do in your life for this is why I've breathe. This is why I live. Come on, stand up in this place and give the Lord a praise in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is why this is why we are who we are. Molly, the Lord could have chose you to live 400 years ago. He didn't choose you to live 400 years ago. He chose you to live now. Why? There's something to do. And that goes for all of us. There's something to do. There's something for Him to be glorified about. Hallelujah. But it takes faith, church. Lift your hands and say, in Jesus' name. Those of you at home, lift your hands and say, in Jesus' name. I will walk by faith. The just shall live by faith. I will walk in the Spirit. I will live in the Spirit. I will pray in the Spirit. I will not walk in the flesh. I will not fear in Jesus name hallelujah come on and give the Lord a praise oh somebody shout for the Lord in this house
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got a few more minutes. Now, bow your heads. If you're away from God, if you're a prodigal, you know you are. You've been feeling the, you've been feeling the conviction of the Spirit all morning. When you rode on the property, the Holy Ghost started knocking. Hey, you know I'm still here, right? You know I want, you know I still love you. You know I still want you. Or maybe you've never given your life to Jesus, and today, as I preached about faith, faith came up in you. Faith to repent. Faith to come home. Pastor, that's me. Would you please pray for me today? That's your heart cry when I say three, lift your hand. Are you ready? One, two, three, lift it up right now. I see your hand back here, sir. Keep it lifted. I see your hand right here, ma'am. I see your hands in the back, back there. Praise God. I see your hand over here, sir. Just keep your hand lifted. I'm trying to, I, I, I'm trying to locate you. Now, right now, listen. You heard a word? Faith came, right? Now, what's your response? On, on the count of three, you get out of your seat and come down here. One, two, three. Come on, right now in Jesus' name. Come on. Every one of you, come on, come on right now. Come on. Every one of you, come stand right down here with me. Come on. Come on. Don't you stay in your seats. Come on. In the name of Jesus, come on. Here, here you go. Here it is. Right here, right here. Come on. We pray you were blessed by today's message. For more content and to get to know us better, download our app at AbundantLifeChurch.com.